guys, it's the Cook and the Coach podcast. I'm Kenny. I'm the Cook. Baze, I'm the Coach. Welcome back, everyone. Look, just listen to how much better my voice sounds this week. You are in your late twenties, and your voice has matured already. Yes. It yes. Sounds, it sounds immaculate. <laughs> Thank you. Compared to last week. Oh man, last week was a fucking disaster, dude. It was so bad. A lot. If you didn't listen, I lost my voice. I lost all my energy. I lost weight. I'm like, dude, I would look in the mirror. I told you, I would look in the mirror and I'm like, I don't have weight to lose really. Like, and my shoulders were like skinnier and my legs were thinner and mm-hmm. my arms were smaller and like everything just nothing on my belly. It, I was like, what is this? It's kind of freaky because I, I was eating, mm-hmm. but I think I was just sweating so much at night and I wasn't eating like a lot. I was <sighs> eating like enough. I hate night sweats. I didn't, I would like, I wouldn't, I would wake up just super sweaty, but I wouldn't, Ugh. I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't notice it at all right. until I woke up. It was weird. I like that. But yeah, dude, it, was, it sucked. It sucked. And it took me like a week of just that. And then another mm. about a week of just like trying to like crawl back to like getting my voice and stuff. Yeah. It's been bad. But now I'm like feeling better. I've been, I did a lot of soups. I did a lot of tea. I did a lot of Pedialyte. Good I did soup. good soup. I did all of that shit. So I'm feeling a lot better. I got so much more sleep, which was great. Like I had a day where I slept, I think 11 hours. I mean, and I'd like need That's it. A lot. I needed all of it. So I'm feeling a lot better now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's been good. How you feeling? Good, man. It's good. Uh, once came here for your birthday last weekend. Yes. Yes, indeed. It was a good time. We had a great time. Good people, good energy, good, really good food. Yeah. Oh, oh thank God. you. The food was amazing. Oh, thank you. So yeah. you told me how to say it. Jolof? Yeah. So we made, uh, basically, I wanted to have this like changing of the seasons because it's like, I, that's how I kind of think of like Jamaican, like Caribbean kind of cuisine. Just for me, it's, it, for me, it kind of feels like a fall cuisine. That's just how I like to like, okay. just in my head, that's just a way that it like soothes me. And it's like, a, I, I like having Caribbean food that t- this time of year. Cause I think it's something with like the aromatic spices, but also the sweetness and the citrus of something that you have yeah, in the summertime. For sure. So it's like, I want something that's like that, like changing the seasons. Cause that's pretty much where my birthday is. I want something that's like shareable. I'll show the cookbook, actually. Give me a sec. Yeah. It's a sick cookbook. Um, I uh, love it. Um, this is kind of like, I'm, this is kind of an impromptu Kenny's Kitchen, but so this is the cookbook that I used. Um, it's called Mixtape Potluck, mm-hmm. and it's by Questlove, and basically the whole point of it is Oh, you're talking about uh, this cookbook. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, basically yeah. he just, he gets like one recipe from each of a lot of his celebrity friends. And I think, honestly, chefs probably worked with them all and they tested sure. all the recipes and stuff. Sure. But I was looking through this. I'm like, all right, what would be good food to serve for like a lot of people? And this is this is the one we did. So the one I did was the jollof rice with, what was it? It was jerk chicken and marinated uh, gooseberries. And dude, I just I haven't had a dish like that before. I made, uh, did you try the the jackfruit by any chance? Or did I didn't. You, did you just have the chicken? I just had the rice and the chicken. Nice. Yeah. Nice. The rice, it was hot, dude. <laughs> It, it was, was very, it, it was hot. You were sweating. Yeah, but I feel like that's like my Ethiopian like ancestry kicking in where it's like I could like I enjoy the spice, I could handle it, but like I also had like sweat it out at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't mind it, but like it was I had to sweat it out. <laughs> Bro, you got there later though. Everybody else was like <laughs> they were dying. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Oh man. Uh, oh, what was the pet? What's the type of pepper that I was using? I keep forgetting. It's not habanero. It's not ghost pepper. It's the, it's the Caribbean one. Shit. Do you know the name of it? I have no idea. What'd you use on chicken? 
Uh, well, that's what. So it's like this jerk uh, marinade that I so I marinated. I spatchcocked a chicken per usual, halved it, and then threw each half into like a big Ziploc bag and threw this like big marinade from the recipe. Yeah, and let it marinate overnight. Okay, um, right on. And then I there there was also like this kind of sweet salsa that went with the whole thing. Mm. So it was this, and you had a version of it before. It was yeah. like. Uh, a, like a grilled pineapple salsa with avocado and a bunch of herbs and stuff. And the pineapple, I did them in batons and soaked them in this Jamaican rum and then grilled them. And so then like chopped those up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was really good. And it was like sweet to like balance like the super heavy, like hot shit. But yeah, it was like a melting pot of a party. It was so fun. I love everybody. Thank you for all of it. It was a great I just time. love my friends. It was, it was a really a good fun time. time. It was a fun time. And it was just funny because everyone was like, like, it's so good, but it's so hard. <laughs> and they were literally like, we're all trauma bonding right now. <laughs> like, I was yeah. wolfing it down. You were too. I was wolfing. I was like, listen, it's hot, but yeah. I, I'm going in. Yeah, it, was a good, it was a good time. Man. It was good stuff. It was really good stuff. Oh, man. Dude, Instagram was down today. Let's, Facebook let, was down today. Let, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> So, you know, as, as all you guys know, like, you know, I use social media a lot, whether it's just for fun or for, like, you know, getting a word out about, like, personal training and showing videos, like, giving, like, you know, content on lifting and stuff like that. So, I go on to, like, do some more, you know, that daily work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, I you know, Instagram, it wasn't my feed. It wasn't refreshing. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. I checked my Wi-Fi, checked my day. I was like, oh, that, no, it should be working just fine. Mm. I got so frustrated, I logged out of both the podcast account and then my account. Restart my phone. I tried to lock back in. I couldn't lock back into either account for hours. Weird. And I was like, this is so crazy. Like, And there's been like periods, you know, like every like couple of years, like Instagram's down for like a couple of hours or whatever. Yeah. But this was like hours and hours. I was like, what's going on? So I Googled it and they're like, oh yeah, like Facebook's having its worst <laughs> crash since 08. This is the worst crash yeah. Instagram's had ever. Ever, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, it's not me. So I feel <laughs> no. a little bit better. Yeah. So trying to get some like content up for work or whatever and yeah. it wasn't happening. So I started freaking <laughs> out then. And then, Ken, you had something happen at your work. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, I work in, like, digital marketing. That's, like, my 9 to 5, like, uh, weekday job. And, yeah, every, so we're all, like, we have to log into Facebook, create all these things, like, to do work. And everyone's like, are you able to post anything? Are you able to get in? And <laughs> no one could. And it was funny, too, because I literally, at this point, dude, I only have Twitter on my phone for emergency situations. Right. Which has come in handy the past year or two. <laughs> yeah. I've used Twitter a lot. But I literally just have it for emergency situations and very dramatic things that I need to like read up on. Because it seems like it's a pretty good like crowdsourcing way of like getting yeah, information. For sure. For sure. Uh, you can search it pretty easily. And yeah, dude, it was everyone was just posting like Twitter being like, welcome back, old friend. <laughs> like as soon as all these other pages closed. <laughs> Bro, they probably got such a bump today. You, you know, probably got a bump for this too. What? TikTok? Oh, bro, yeah, definitely. You know what I think? I was wondering. Yes, dude. Did they crash it? Because there's a whole Facebook whistleblower thing going on right now, too. They, and guess when it, the 60-minute interview aired? At the same time? When, the night Last before? night. Last night, right. Okay, yes. So the next day. Yeah, and it goes down? Huh, interesting. In- I was wondering. There might be some yeah, shenanigans the, going on. I, Zuckerberg's what, net, worth, net worth went down like... Seven billion today. Really? Yeah. Weird. 
His net worth went down seven billion. Yeah. At the same time, though, those things I feel like those types of things fluctuate a lot. You know, by seven billion though. He has it man. to lose. I feel like those are like weird. I, I really don't think I don't that know, those man. projections are very accurate. I don't know, man. I really think that those those net worth projections are probably bullshit. But but when I see like major news sources like reportedly posting about how much his net worth has dropped by billions and billions. Yeah, but I feel like that's kind of like stocks. Like like a company's stocks will go down and then it goes up again shortly after. I, listen, because I think some of these people's but- net worths are like. Intimately tied to their company's like public trading or whatever. And from what I'm Facebook saying. stocks are been the lowest they've ever been. Right, that's what I'm saying. So oh. it's like connected to that. So yeah. I, I feel like a lot of it's bullshit. But yeah, I was wondering, there might be some shenanigans afoot. Dude, I think TikTok is behind the Facebook Instagram. You think so? I listen. Oh man. It only makes sense. Look, I certainly went there as soon as it went down. Listen, if you find some connection between the sixty minutes interview from last night and China. Yeah. Send if us if, if there's a link, <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. bro. Send us your yeah. Send us your wall with all the the photos and the red string. We want to see it all it. together. Send DM us that picture. Send DM us that link of all the news sources you can find linking those two together. We I love a conspiracy theory. I want your idea. So if you have it, let us know. TikTok definitely was behind the Facebook Instagram crash. There's no way it wasn't. Do you think they're? I wonder, dude. Do you think that they? Because that's a pretty common thing with governments to like tamper with elections or like try to figure out, you know, like just mm-hmm. just mess with shit, you know, it's it's common. Like everybody does. It's like a power. It's a it's a it's non it it's a nonviolent like power play. You know yeah. what I mean? It makes sense. It's chess. Inter- like, you know, international yeah, chess. 100 percent. Major corporations, kind of, they're the size of com- of some countries. I bet they probably Even do richer. some shenanigans. They're all richer. It's definitely richer than some countries. Do you think that maybe like some of these huge corporations, they have like teams like secret, like on the DL teams where they say the job is one, like secret agents. Do, do corporations have like double O set, like corporate double O sevens or something. If you don't think Bezos has hired like his own version of C Tom six for Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you don't think that Elon Musk has his own like Navy SEALs on call ever needs someone to get <laughs> right. taken out on, right. you have your mind. Of course they do. Oh of yeah. course oh, they do. They definitely well uh, they do. But do you think they're com- I bet they could probably have like little like spy agent like Jay Z espionage shit. Jay Z and Drake are known, are known for having special hitmen. So if they That's have, so if they have some, of course Musk, Bezos, Zuckerberg, of course they have some. Oh, no way they don't. Yeah, well, yeah, people are probably fucking with them a lot. You have to have someone. Listen, sometimes you get guys taken out. I mean, look, they, it's their ring. Like you, some like door security is not gonna cut it for them. No, 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 no. <laughs> they need the top of the top. A gate not gonna cut it. <laughs> They're hiring retired Navy SEALs. Army Green Berets, they're they're hiring them the best of the best. Oh, dude, yeah, probably they must, they must. Guys, you see the T. I know you love it. It's a great design, great logo, great pattern, super fresh, super different. You know, what I'm wearing. I'm wearing Nagani. Say with me, Nagani. I need you to go to right now. Go to Instagram. Look up Nagani wear. Okay, N E G U A. Sorry, no, scratch that. N-E-G-A-U-N-E-E, where? Again, that's N-E-G-A-U-N-E-E, where? Nagani, where, okay? This company started by my, my neighbors, Dan and Kim. If you guys know Zubas, they went to Zubas way back in the 80s and 90s, helped start that brand. 
We got a new thing now, okay? Nagani wear. That's what we're doing. That's a brand repping. They got great stuff. They got great sportswear. It's great active wear. And even regular t-shirts like this, you know, some nice prints. Go to Nagani wear right now. You can shop online for a new collection. This came out, their debut collection. Go check them out right now, NaganiWear.com. But just imagine, just imagine for a second, and we okay. can we can get off this if it's not interesting. No, no, I love this. I want you to talk about it. Just imagine, like, because you know the whole like double O, because James Bond is coming out. Uh, I think it's, it might be out already too. Uh, last next one with, week. Oh, next week. Okay, with Daniel Craig, the last yeah. one with him. I, so now I'm just thinking, like, is would huge corporations like hire? Like, would they have a division or a team that has one title? But secretly, they have a whole different agenda of like what they have to do, and maybe oh. it's like gather. Maybe it's like spy intel shit. Maybe it's like tampering with shit with other companies. They one hundred percent do. Do they play those types of chess 100%. games? One hundred percent. I wonder. Dude, yeah, trying to no gather way. information. There's no way. I, I, that would be that would be low, low, that would be sick if that ever. I've never heard of it, but that would make sense. In my in my opinion, there's no way they don't. There's no way they don't. Well, they would have to just. It would have to be. Man, the problem is, like, if the government does it, they can get away with it because it's, like, a government program. But if a company does it, they could still, in theory, I feel like, in theory, they could be breaking a law, you know? I mean... Now, now maybe... Laws don't apply to billionaires. Yeah, I was going to say, corporations break the law. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be fucking naive. But, like, in Ken, theory... Do you think billionaires abide to the rules of society? <laughs> yeah, dude. They're trying to, like, make their own society. Come on, dude. I heard uh, there's this one billionaire who's trying to make like a city in the desert somewhere in the U.S. Did you hear about that? Listen, they're trying to like make a whole like totally sustainable city by like start it by like 2030 or something. Listen, Musk is trying to have us go on like taxi rides in space. Bezos wants us to have like our own personal drones, like drop off like our own like groceries in the morning. Like, yeah, they're they're trying to rule people's lives. That's how they operate. There's All definitely right, there's definitely billionaires out there that are why like, pretend like they abide by the rules. Why are we trying to pretend like they're out here for our good? It's what it is. <laughs> Let them live their lives. It's but some Game of Thrones stuff. It is, and it really is. <laughs> yeah, dude, TikTok shut down Instagram and Facebook for a day, and we all lost our goddamn minds. Yeah. It was kind of nice. It was kind of nice. Everyone lost their minds. It was the ama- most amazing thing ever. I liked it. But you know what? Rightfully so, because now. Social media has like intertwined so much with business mm-hmm. that like if your livelihood is from Instagram and Facebook, kind of a big deal when it all shuts down. It is, yeah. It is, yeah. Just imagine like everyone's businesses, their doors locked inexplicably for a day. Crawl with us. That's like, that's like the online equivalent for a lot of that. Yeah, the barcode company I work for, like seventy eight percent of business is through Facebook. Man. So, I wasn't there at the office today, but I imagine if I was there, there'd be widespread panic. <laughs> I'm sure there was. Yeah, there probably was. You know what I mean? I, yeah, that's true. I don't have, like, a, a business of my own, really, so it was kind of nice for me because it was just like, all right, I can't do anything about this. I'll just do other stuff, you know? I'll just get other shit done, you know? Like, it wasn't, it didn't stress me. I was kind of, it was kind of nice, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tying into this topic, though. It's yeah. a good stepping stone. Pandora Papers. So I didn't realize this. So I went on TikTok like literally two hours ago. Okay. But apparently there's like sixty page, like sixty pages of like un- of classified documents that were like uh, like declassified like today. Okay. About like how 
past presidents, governments, like royalty, billionaires, criminals, how they all hide their money, where they stash it, like how they move around and stuff. So, sorry, so who released this? I'm, just like on the internet. The Pandora Papers. And it's a, it's just Pandora because it's Pandora's box? Yeah. I see. This is like a, and it's it just title. released today? Yeah. Do you think that has anything to do with the Instagram Facebook crash where it just slowed down the spread of the information? It seems kind... I mean, listen, if you wanted to stifle information out to the public, how would you do it? Uh, you just shut down the biggest ways, even for a little bit, just get that initial buzz. So that seems kind of crazy. So that's almost like a different whistleblower. So I, uh, this is literally the first two separate right things, now. but in a weird way, they almost seem connected. It does. Oh, I mean, the time. Yeah, it, it's interesting that the times line up like that. Kind of curious, huh? It is. It's uh, yeah, it is curious. Mm, yes. So so just a lot of different like dirty laundry about various companies and and politicians and. So in in short, in like a couple putting all sixty pages in like two sentences. Okay. Basically explaining like how royalty, presidents, governments, criminals, like all these billionaires, they're explaining how there's basically 32 trillion missing from the global economy and how it's all being like <laughs> hidden and like stowed away and like untaxed and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that feels like the yin and the yang. Like, the public money is like the yin and the yang. It's, it's like, like this underbelly. It's the upside down of finance. It's like... it's like That's 1,000% what it is. The universe requires it. It's like it that's, has to happen. That's 100% what it is. And it's... Dude. Interesting. Okay. Like, it makes you think it's like... It just seems... Like, now you mention it, it's like... It's almost too weird that those papers came out today... Yeah, the night, the day after, like the Facebook, like whistleblower, and when everything very crashes. Odd. Very odd. I'm so curious now. I want to read up on this because that's like, I I wonder if this could be. This also could easily be some bullshit. This could be just someone just making up shit or just has a theory. Some like pretty big TikTokers are like posting about this. <laughs> We've discussed how I feel about TikTokers breaking the news. <laughs> but like, but what else? Were you get from Instagram or Facebook? Yeah, I mean, at this point, that was all they had today. Is it was either Twitter or TikTok? You pick. Oh man. I mean, I would say, honestly, for spreading this, probably is Twitter. Fam, Chill Botanicals, you know the deal. Go to the link in my bio on Instagram or go to chill, C-H-Y-L-L, botanicals.com. Use code BASE20 to get 20% off your order. You guys already know about the Broad Spectrum CBD to get every morning for some energy. They got the THC Delta 8 gummies, okay, great for calming down at night and just hanging out. Guys, go to chillbotanicals.com or hit the link in my bio. Use code BASE20. Get 20% off your order, all right? Thank you guys for listening. You know the powers of beer. Can I try to stifle this information? Try to keep this hush-hush? Yeah. So, and you know that people who read this, a lot of people would be like, oh, is this because you don't believe in capitalism and you're poor? Or other people would be like, well, that's just the way it is. We just got to deal with it. Mm. Like, part of me is like, yeah, like we need to like hold them accountable. We need to like... You know, make change and, like, make sure they're held for all the wrongdoing they've done with, you know, keeping this money hush-hush. But at the same time, it's also, like, what can, like, the masses actually do about this? Yeah, I don't know. I wonder about that. Because sometimes it does work to just shame people out of doing something. Just talk about it a lot and shit talk. Sometimes yeah. it does work. Yeah. It can do something. But also, it's like, <clears throat> if they have that much money that's just hiding out there, you know? Yeah. It's like... How did that happen, you know? Exactly. So. 
don't, I don't know. know. I think it's just I wish I, I wish I uh, had heard about this more, so I had like a more, uh, I guess, educated take. But that's interesting. I want to like read up on this. If it was like a few billion, meh. Yeah, but, but thirty-two trillion. Yeah, trillions un. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's more than most countries' like entire economy. So I mean, that's oh, dude. I'm gonna. Ha- I'll have to read up on this. We'll have to talk about it more because this could be easily something that either unfolds a lot or goes real hush hush, and then that gets that mm. unfolds because I feel like yeah. one of the two. That's interesting, dude. Oh, dude. Total total tangent. Go. Um, but we should talk what you jamming real quick. Go. What do you have any music you've been listening to lately? What have you been listening to? I've been. You know what's really weird? So typically, I, when I lift weights, I you know, have like either a playlist of songs I've been liking, or you know something yeah. like around along those lines. Yeah. Um. Sometimes I'll play like a like a gym lo-fi playlist every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um. For me, I don't know why, but I've been really into these like TikTok like mashups that you hear. Hmm. Okay. So I'll just like wait, but there you find the full song versions of the mashups. Yeah, on YouTube. Oh, cool. Let's make a playlist of it, mm. dude. There's some really good ones out there. I would, I believe it. Do they ever put it on SoundCloud? I wonder if that. that I'm seems sure like you could find them on SoundCloud too. It yeah. seems like a SoundCloud and YouTube seem like the two biggest places for like remixes of songs. Yeah, I was for sure. Seems for much sure. more common. So yeah, I don't have any things like specific. Just you know, that's what I've been really into in the weight room. Um, that's cool. I really, really like, I want to share with you guys. I'll share them with you next week. But yeah, yeah, but, I just kind of yeah. just putting those, find those clips on YouTube of those mashups, are like a little bit longer, so like a minute and a half, two minutes. Mm-hmm. Putting them in, into a playlist, kind of like making a thirty-minute playlist I can work out too. So, oh, yeah, nice. Did you listen to the Andy Mineo project that came out? I haven't, just because I don't feel like I gave his other two albums. That came out before this one, like proper do as far as like really listening to them. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna listen to those beforehand and like really give them like a good listen before I get to this new project. Okay, I won't do any like spoilers, but I will say so he hasn't. So I've been like we've gone to his concert. I've been yeah. a big fan of him for like a long time, yeah. and he's a he's an artist. I feel like has really just improved musically so much. Like every like album yeah. is just like it's you can just see this growth. And what I thought was interesting, I just wanted to mention was like I feel like lately, especially he's. He's always had really cool, like thoughtful album rollouts. Yeah. Very creative, like events for listening parties or just like thematic stuff. And lately he's done things a little bit differently, which has been cool. So like you mentioned those other two projects. So like Mm -hmm. he actually hasn't released an album since I believe 2017. That sounds about right. But he ha- yeah. but he's put out snippets of songs that he had been working on, just very unpolished, unfinished, and then just like a podcast snippets of talking about the process. So he did like yeah. this type of project. He did these little EPs that were like these own little worlds. So he he did like the Magic and Bird, yeah. Like uh, it was it was almost like a video game type like basketball competition thing, and he did it with words played. So like this whole different like soundscape, which was cool. And then he did uh, Happy Thoughts, which was more. I want to say it was like. I think there was some like Japanese influence on it, but all these like different little like worlds and like sonically he's like playing with different stuff. Yeah. And then in this album, when it like finally came out, I really liked listening to it because it was like, you could hear kind of like, cause it's been so long since he's actually put out like a, I feel like albums are like these like polished works and it's like this more of a milestone at this point. Yeah. Like they come out less frequently, but like when you have one, it's like, this is like where I'm at musically. This is the growth and you could hear it. Like I just thought it was really thoughtfully like, put together like the whole rollout was cool like he had a single that dropped that wasn't even on the album and he had these cool video visuals for it um the for example like the the 
the album kept on getting pushed back. So he just used yep. that to his advantage on social. So he had like these really great clips of like, oh, we have all these like really cool physical copies of the CDs like created. And now we got to like dispose of them because like a sample didn't clear. Right. What are we going to do with it? Like we have all these CDs, like we're going to make some sort of art. Like let's turn lemons, uh, lemonade out of lemons or whatever. And I was like, that's really sweet. He just, it just seems really resourceful and smart. And uh, also I think that the, it was just interesting because like there was clearly a lot of thought put into like how the track list was laid out like mm-hmm. and also it, the way that he put the album together I feel like it gave a reason to listen through as an album and a reason just to play one song on its own sure so like for example one of my favorite songs was I think it was the third track and it had words played it kind of had that magic and bird feel again mm-hmm. but the track leading into it has this really cool little like sample from his childhood and then it leads into it so much better so it gives you like a different vibe and it's like almost more exciting listening ah, to it through that way okay whereas if you listen to it as is it's like it's awesome and it's like it, it like it goes through it's really good but it's like almost like a different experience listening through his album versus just having like one on repeat. And I feel like that's really smart because like it is a world of like playlists and like snippets on TikTok. So if you want to have like a landmark piece that like works really well, then like make that unique and have like the roll up be this whole like world that you slowly introduce people into. Mm -hmm. And then when they finally get there, it's like, oh, I remember this. Oh, that seems familiar. Like, you know what I mean? I just thought it was really interesting. It's like, I thought it was kind of like a masterclass of like how do you like build hype for something in a really cool way. I really like the fact that like artists are starting to like be more invested into the process of making an album again. Mm. Like it's a period of music when people were just worried about the single, getting a top charting hit. Mm. Like now we're starting to care more about albums again. And it's kind of cool. It is really nice. I think there's I I really think there's like a great thing about it. I don't know if I don't think a ton of people do this, but I try to listen to like a lot of just playlists that people make, but also like if I really have heard a lot of good things about an artist, I like will listen through their album start yeah. to finish. So I really appreciate that and I think it's really cool, so. Definitely. Anyways, I just want to bring that up. I thought props to Andy Mino. I thought that was so cool how he did mm-hmm. that. Social media, TikTok at Cook and Coach, Instagram at Cook and Coach Pod. YouTube.com slash the cook and the coach. Guys, find us everywhere from Spotify to Apple, all that good stuff. Give us a like, give us a review, comment, share, subscribe, share a clip with a friend. We appreciate you guys. Do you want to do Coach's Corner? I kind of did a little uh, Coach kitchen is earlier. Corner. Coach's Corner. Guys, again, I am now with Resolute out of Minneapolis. If you guys want to come train with me, even just coming for a consultation, kind of see what the vibe is like, what's going on with what I'm doing with Resolute. Go to Resolute's uh, website, either hit the link in my bio, hit their Instagram page, check them out there. Just kind of get a vibe of what's going on, come in for a consultation. If you want to come train with me, I am looking for more clients to work with, so come on over. Let's, let's, let's meet up. Let's, let's get it done. Um, yeah. As far as myself, so I talked to you guys earlier about my body and how shit's all fucked up. Last week and a half, two weeks, I finally felt like... You know, I'm not obviously anywhere near as strong as I once was last year training for my competition, but I am feeling more like myself. I can start doing a lot more stuff, you know, with squats and, you know, heavy arm movements, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we're slowly getting back to it, guys. We're parts of Beza the Lifter is now coming back. It's, it's kind of fun to, uh, to be back in the weight room again. If you guys want to join me, I'm going to be doing Squat Tober. If you guys don't know what it is, there's this company called Sornex. Sornex. They basically make a lot of weight room equipment. So you guys know who Rogue is? I'm sure you've been to weight room and seen Rogue on all their equipment. Sornex basically Rogue's competitor. So Rogue makes their own equipment, but Sornex is like them, but 
more custom, if that makes sense. So the other, they're the other titan of the fitness industry where you make all the equipment, the barbells, the racks, all that good shit. So you have this thing called Squattober, where basically they have a program listed out every day. They post on their Instagram, which is why I was freaking out too, because I want to see what they posted for a day. So basically they have a program for all of October called Squattober. Basically, you're squatting, you're benching, you're deadlifting every day, and it's going to build up all the way to the last day of October where you hit your max, a new max. So it's kind of fun. I was wanting to do it last year, but I couldn't because I was prepping for my competition. So this year, I don't have a competition for the rest of the year, so I'm trying to get back in shape, and the programming starts off kind of easy in the beginning, so I'm like, this is perfect. This is what I need. Yeah. This is exactly the thing I needed. So That's cool. I'm actually following a program for the first time in like, months wow. so good i then, feel like you like make your own shit a lot of the time for, like, i do usually like so this is like the first time i followed any like, programming whatsoever so i praise and it's like it's all the movements i need to work on it's all the lifts i do in powerlifting just scale back in the beginning and slowly working its way up to something heavier at the end of the month perfect so this is like exactly what i needed and i'm so excited i'm gonna be doing it with jess Really? Uh, so Jess will be joining me in the weight room. Just about day. to get those trunks, those he, tree trunks. He's gonna have a lot of mass by now. This Let's month. go. So I'm excited to get back in the weight room, um, doing those those uh, those main movements again. It'll be Hell good. Yeah. So go look at my Instagram. Look at my TikTok every day. I'm putting up new content every day regarding Squattober, and also making Squattober vlogs. So every week, I'm not sure what day it is, but. Every week, I'll be posting a new vlog with Squatober and putting it out to you guys. So Sweet. So, yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully, I can get through Squatober, get stronger, do some finishing tweaks as far as rehabbing in November, December, and then we hit the ground running for a new comp starting January. Okay. So, that's the plan right now. Awesome, man. That's sick. I want to talk about um, your birthday a little bit more. You do? Okay. Like, what, like how did you feel on your birthday? Like, what was... It was great. I, I don't know. I any truly reflection don't you had? Any like you know pivotal moments? Any um, like fun things that happened on your birthday? Truthfully, it was just very sweet. It just made me really happy. It was a good time. I don't have too much to say about it, honestly. It just made me really happy. I got okay. to introduce a bunch of my friends to each other, and we all had a really nice time. I got to cook. I got to just like fucking chill. Because on my birthday, I was sick as fuck. So that was really depressing. I was like, man, like that sucked. I was literally mm-hmm. at the minute clinic. For my birthday, like yes. on my actual birthday, so I was like, "Fuck, man!" So it just felt really nice, man. I'm and glad. I, I almost don't want to talk about it. Just like leave it, like just as it is. But mm. which isn't as entertaining. I apologize, but no, it's not um, good. but yeah, it was just really, it was really nice. So, but yeah, yeah I don't know. It'll, it. Yeah, it'll, it's it's been good. It's been really good. Right. I, and I didn't the 26 thing. I feel good. I feel good. Nothing. Well. It didn't doesn't freak me out. I feel great, honestly. Okay. Yeah, I honestly feel like I'm like going through some really healthy changes in a really nice way. So, yeah. And I, now I feel like I have the energy to fuel that again. Yeah. I felt that happening for a little while now, and then I hate a fucking I I think I burnt out and got real sick and anyways, now I'm like now I have the fucking energy again. So I just feel good. Good, man. Honestly. But so yeah, <laughs> my energy is not as like boisterous maybe as it's been in weeks past, but I'm I'm like just I'm similar to you. I'm like building back up. I'm literally like getting my weight back a little bit and like getting just shit. Dude, like, join Squatober. So you you should send me the deets of that because I actually might do that. Go to go to Instagram now. Follow Soranix. 
Okay. I, I will. Well, you get your phone back. We'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll do that. Guys, that's another episode of the Cook and the Coach podcast. We appreciate you. We will see you in the next one. Peace.